The Profit Constructors presents Construction Junction, the junction between accounting and construction. Please welcome our host, Tanya Schulte. Welcome back for another episode of the Construction Junction podcast. Uh, my name is Tanya Schulte. I am your host, and I'm super excited to have joining me today a good friend of mine. And as a friends, we're going to be talking about the important topic of community and building community and finding good communities to be a part of. His name is Dan DeLong, and he co-hosts the QB Power Hour with Michelle Long. And he also is from the school bookkeeping.com. Uh, so look that up when you get a chance. Um, but let's dive in and talk about accounting and construction accounting and how to build really good friendships and relationships and community there. If you would like to share your company or product on the Construction Junction, email hello at theprofitconstructors.com to become a sponsor. Welcome to the Construction Junction podcast. I'm so excited to be being joined today by someone that I've known for the last several years, Dan DeLon. Thanks for joining us this morning, Dan. Thanks for having me, Tanya. It's really nice to be here. Awesome that you're here. I usually, um, sometimes we'll do like little icebreaker things or we're chatting with people who don't really know each other, but you and I have known each other quite some time. But for our audience, kind of tell me a little bit about uh, your background and what you're doing now. And I know you used to work for Intuit. Kind of where, where have you been and what are you, what are you doing these days? Yeah, so um, I used to work for Intuit for about 18 years. Majority of that at the beginning was uh, supporting QuickBooks and uh, desktop products, a point of sale. So uh, a lot of the retail uh, businesses I would talk to. But then the last 10 years of that, uh, I had moved over into the accountant uh, support channel. And uh, that's where I started building relationships like like yours and, and other accountants in the accounting community, um, which is just a, has been an amazing experience after I left into it in 2018, uh, just how the accounting community has, has really embraced me, you know, right? <laughs> um, figuratively and literally, that. right? Right. What's that? Right. Exactly. I love it when we get to get together and give actual hugs, right? Right. <laughs> you don't really have an accounting background, right? Not at all. Um, yeah, I, um, it, it, I was one of those people who just kind of absorbed experiences from talking with small business owners and just kind of sharing those experiences with other, with other business owners when they would, when they would call in. Um, when I, uh, when I joined Intuit, when I when I started with Intuit, I had a side business. I was uh, my original um, degree was in video and radio production at a small state school in in Pennsylvania. Uh, so I did um, special events like uh, weddings and birthdays and in Tucson, you know, quinceañeras. <laughs> um, those types of things, and um, that was really neat to take those experiences that I heard that I learned from small business owners and took them into my own business, my own side business. But also I would try things in QuickBooks, like taking payments, merchant accounts, online banking, all of those things I learned by doing in my own business. And then I was able to bring them back to 
the businesses that would call in. So I became pretty adept at taking best practices and giving best practices. Love that. I know down through uh, the years, even, so you and I, I think met right before uh, you left Intuit. And so mm-hmm. there've been several times where I was able to kind of reach out and ask some questions there, but even since you left Intuit, you just have continued to be a great help to us and to our firm with different things you've been able to help us kind of solve for, um, just because you knew the product inside and out. Yeah, that's, um, that's been one of the things that has been really amazing to me is that, you know, during those last 10 years, the last three or four years of my time there, I was uh, burnt out, uh, let's just say, <laughs> um, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. I want always wanted to do something more. And, you know, answering phone calls was really transactional to me. And I wanted to do more than just I loved helping people, but I love, I want to help more than one person at a time. Um, and so when I, when I, um, I would always try to do something, something else and always be told, well, maybe you should do this instead of what you're actually applying to do. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, um, what's the word? It was, it was, it was saddening, right? Like I was, I was, I was really not feeling like is this all there is right um and then when you know it was announced that uh my my position was eliminated um i was actually really relieved (laughs) for one but um my my journey since leaving into it has made me realize that this that's why all of those things happened right because it's just been one fortunate event of meeting people and the relationships that I did make while I was working in that in that uh, in that area of, of Intuit has just been one thing after another that has been making me realize oh that's what that was all about <laughs> you know because you, you always think you know everything happens for a reason but you can never understand what that reason is as it's happening uh, but since leaving Intuit just the the introductions that I've been able to to foster since leaving into it is has just been, I mean, I I, I look back now and I'm like, oh, oh wow, um, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, to bring this like full circle back to kind of the the reason that you and I are talking today, because this is a podcast that's focused on the construction industry, <laughs> and so far we mostly just talked about Intuit and accounting, but. Yeah. Um, I also am part of several uh, trade organizations, the American Subcontractors Association and the Arizona Roofing Contractors Association. Um, and in the construction industry, and of course, I've been working in the construction industry since the late 90s, and I've always found it to be very relational. Um, so it often surprises me when I hear uh, folks in that industry who don't join those types of associations or, or networking groups um, because it is so relational, like just like you're talking about within the accounting community that we've sort of embraced and you know gotten to know Dan DeLong outside of his uh, relationship with Intuit. There's there's people just like to do business with people that they know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so and there's this relational side of it too. And, and one of the reasons why I brought up earlier how much of a great help you've been. I mean, even times that I've just reached out in a frantic, you know, on <laughs> Facebook Messenger. 
Dan, QuickBooks is doing this, help. And you've just been willing and able to jump in and help me solve something in the moment. Um, you know, it says that much more that, you know, I'm able to say to the next person that comes along and wants to, you know, have different interactions with you. Oh yeah, Dan's a great guy. I know what I know Dan. I know uh, how Dan reacts. And I think to me, that's the whole point of being a part of some type of, of community like that, right? It's being able to get to know one another and being able to know when you're going to refer someone or know when you're going to put people together that, that those people really are people that you trust and would want your friend to do business with. Yeah, especially with things like um, in, in businesses that, that, that have a really long purchase cycle right? It's not like, um, it's not like food, right? Where you have to do it, you know, for most people three times a day, you know, sometimes more, <laughs> sometimes less, right? Like I, I never understood why people forget to eat, but that's, <laughs> it happens apparently. <laughs> but I mean, if you owned a restaurant, you know, the, the likelihood that you would need something in that rest from that restaurant would be pretty high. Whereas, a someone in an accounting space or someone in construction or contractor, that's gonna happen once every so often, right? right. Uh, so it's very, uh, I had a marketing guy come on the, the, the QB Power Hour, which is another thing that I do is have another webinar, which you've been on, which has been awesome. Um, and he came on and he talked about accounting as a grudge purchase, right? Like you, um, you don't need an accountant until you need an accountant. Like you don't go looking for an accountant, just like you wouldn't go looking for a plumber until you've got a leaky sink. Right. <laughs> and, and then when you need those things, who do you think of? Right. Like that's, that's when it comes to, okay, now I got to go look for these types of things. Um, and I can imagine that the, the contract, the, the contractor space is, is similar to that in that, being the top of mind when you need something like that is really important and that's going to come from being out there being in a relationship with um you know because you're going to think of oh if i need an emergency i, I, I call dan right like <laughs> i'll just reach out to dan and he'll be able to help me right so uh, you know and then if i'm not available you'll go to the next person <laughs> that's available um, so that, that's, that's part of that relationship, uh, building in, in this type of thing where it's going to make, uh, make you be top of mind and, 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 and in the accounting space, um, you know, you, you, uh, you focus on contract, right? So like, I'm never gonna, <laughs> gonna touch that as much as well as you do. So if somebody comes to me and they need help, you know, and I'm just an immediate like, okay, I'll send them over to Tanya. Um, and I know that you'll take, take good care of them. And of course you have, right? Right. And I think it can be very similar. Like for instance, in one of the groups that I just mentioned that we're a part of the American Subcontractors Association, that's a large pool. If you think about the term subcontractors, that could be framers, roofers, plumbers, yeah. electricians. So it's the same thing that there's a little bit of, um, you know, hey, the, the plumber knows the electrician and he knows the best electrician to call and he can refer. But I think there's also some hesitation about um, what if 
I'm a plumber and I joined the American Subcontractors Association and there's five other plumbers already there. Are they trying to learn my trade secrets? Mm, Are they trying to yeah. poach the plumbers that work for me, which, you know, in the trades, that's a huge deal right now. So I think there's some, some hesitation there as well in terms of like, are these people trying to take my business? And, you know, I think, you know, Dan, that I lead the construction junction round table as well, which is a round table that's filled with nothing but uh, accounting firm owners who focus on construction. So yeah. if I were to go into that and think, oh goodness, I better not hang out with all these other accountants <laughs> who are focused exclusively on the construction industry, you know, that would be, that could be daunting. But, but what I've learned by being a part of a group where there's all these other construction accountants is A, even as long as I've been doing this, I still learn something from that group every single time we get together. They all have great insight and great things to offer. And B, there's so much work to go around. There's, there's just no way that even the folks who are in that construction junction roundtable could serve all the contractors across the nation. So there's just no fear in my mind about those people poaching. I think there's just so yeah. much more to be gained from from the level of community that we're able to offer. Yeah, and I think it's, um, I think it's really important to, you know, to point out is that uh, something that I remember someone, someone saying to me is like, we're fishing from an ocean, right? Like you're, um, you know, there's more than enough um, people to go around that you, you don't have to, to fight for the same, same folks. You can certainly just kind of move the boat over to another <laughs> to another area and and take those best practices um the first thing that i did when i left into it and, and started out on my own which i had no idea how to get my name out there <laughs> um was join a bni group and um and that and they have that concept of, of power what are they called power spheres or or something like that where you you um they had they act the chapter i was in actually had two lawyers Right. So there, there was two lawyers, but they focused on different aspects of, of law, you know, so they could work together and basically some of the, some of them over overlapped. Right. So they could feasibly do the same things, but they their specialty was in one area over another and they just kind of passed passed things back and forth to them. They could feasibly, you know, bring another lawyer in and and work. And, but it's part of, you know know knowing liking and trusting you know the people that are part of that group so you know if you do see someone who's kind of shady uh that you 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 catch that before they're like oh yeah they are here to poach my <laughs> my employees because you're hanging out and spending time yeah 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 and interestingly enough one of the gentlemen who is a past president of our local chapter for the american subcontractors association um, back to my thing about, you know, are they trying to poach the laborers? He set up a whole program within his organization um, that he called Brewer University. It's the name of his company and then university, but he was actually training plumbers on the job. And so he would just hire people and pay them to be trained and train them up and get them not only trained on how to do plumbing, but he also got them trained um, on how he has, his company wanted the paperwork filled out, right? So it was a great program that worked really well for them. And I, I complimented him just the other day on the fact that rather than going, oh, this is working really well for us, we better hide it over here and not tell anybody what we're doing. He's been singing this out to everybody in the group and beyond about, 
hey, guys, here's a really good way to solve for this labor shortage issue that we do find ourselves in. And so I think that's, again, it, it comes down to who's in the groups. And if you join a group and you do find that it's not a great group for you, you may need to move on, but, but find a group where people are willing to share and are willing to, you know, bounce ideas off of each other and see what sticks and tell you how they're growing their business and how they've made it work. Um, finding the right group, I think, can be really important, but, but when you do find a great group, it can be so impactful. Yeah, it's definitely something that, uh, you know, you get out of it, what you put into it, but also what your, what your, what your motivation there is, is, is all about, um, you know, because you're, you're, whatever you put out in the universe, you know, is certainly going to come back to you, um, you know, good or bad, right? <laughs> so whichever way that you're, you're, whatever energy you're putting out there, uh, not to be, you know, metaphysical or whatever, <laughs> um, is, is going to come back to you, you know, as they say, tenfold, right? So, you know, if you, if you, if you do things for the right reasons, you know, you may not win, you know, short term, but uh, long term, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna roll in your favor. Um, and, and, you know, my lesson or my journey is, is, is nothing but that, right? Like the, the that, that period of time where I was just so burnt out, you know, I, I would, my, my wife was my, like, would say to me, you're so miserable, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I would just go home and, well, at least I don't have to do anything else, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and here we are, right, like, I wouldn't be talking to you if, uh, if, if that, that hadn't happened. Yeah, I love that. I think there's a piece of it, too, that I often have said in the past about you attract to your tribe too right mm. so back to that thing about like what you're putting out there i think the things that you're doing if you uh see other people in the world doing the same things you're attracted to that right like so if you're you know if you're really trying to elevate and help others within the community you're gonna be attracted to the people who are doing the same thing and vice versa yeah yeah we're um i'm gonna be headed to um a camp uh, this summer, this summer with other people that are in the same doing kind of doing the same thing and they posed the question you know why do you uh, why do you do this and um, you know maybe be a little interest introspective like well why do I you know give back to the accounting community uh, give away all my trade secrets uh, you know those types of things and uh, and that was you know kind of what I said earlier about um, that I, I don't like the transactional, you know, an question answer thing. I, I want to help more people than, uh, than, than what I can do alone. And if I teach other people how to get the most out of QuickBooks or get the, you know, on some trick or whatever, I'm actually helping more small businesses than I ever could by myself. Right. Very much so. I think that, um, a, a mutual friend of ours, Ingrid Edstrom, she always mm -hmm. uses the term of a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, absolutely. I love that thought process, right? Like if, if, if what we're doing together as a community is working really well, and we're all in it together, then that's only going to benefit everybody that's in that community. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, I, I love, um, 
Well, you know, when you and I go to the uh, Scaling New Heights uh, events, Ingrid Edstrom's last session of uh, the, the whole event, it's like a four-day event, and Ingrid does the last session where it's kind of all pulling it together, and the way that she does that session, that's truly what that whole session is about, right? It's about each of the participants who's attended this four-day event sitting down with each other and helping each other figure out, okay, what's the next step? What's the next best step to take from here? Um, and yeah, it's just always one of my favorite sessions of that whole event. Have you ever attended that one, Dan? No, no, I, I was I was actually teaching at the same time, so I, <laughs> so I couldn't do that, but now I want to. <laughs> next year, now you'll know. Next year, I know, yeah. Make sure that you uh, let the let the producers of that event know you can't be teaching during that last session time. Right, right. I got to make time for Ingrid's session. <laughs> it's so good, but as I said, it's really truly just all about that. Like, how are we going to take whatever we've learned from here, and and keep that ball rolling forward? I think another. So you know, besides like community uh, lifting each other up, there's another piece of uh, the community help that can be given in terms of, you know, for ASA, it's advocacy, right? Like, what are we doing at a legislative level and how can that happen? In our accounting community, it can even be as simple as like, I see over and over people reaching out um, in the accounting community to Intuit, right? Or other large, zero, other large um, players in the, in the space and say, we as an entire accounting community would be better served Intuit if you were able to make these changes to your program. There's, there's something to be said about the numbers within that community that Intuit will set up and listen if we're speaking loud enough. I think that's mm -hmm. another important aspect of community coming together. Yeah, it's definitely a, um, you know, again, another, you don't know how many, how many people are being impacted unless you have some kind of collaborative unified voice uh, that you can, that you can put some effort behind, right? Like, uh, same thing with uh, with Intuit, where they always ask for feedback, right? And then they get these one, you know, single single feedback uh, comes in, and then somebody's got to compile and 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 put all those together. However, if you have uh, a voice, you know, a, 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 an organized voice behind that, uh, then then it, it's it's a little louder for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, I think that's a a very important and. Uh, helpful piece of having this whole community community coming together. What is your, if you like look back on the time, whether you were at Intuit or since you've left Intuit, what's one time that you look at it and go, I'm so glad that I'm a part of this community, like a favorite moment or something that happened because you were involved in the community? Wow. Um, I'm always good with generalities, but never good with specifics. So. <laughs> <laughs> throwing you the hard balls now yeah um i mean i'm just trying to think i mean just because it, it it's always been almost like one thing has led to another right i mean um when i i mean just one of those events right like where i <clears throat> i i left into it and i posted my badge right like on <laughs> on facebook right and um you know, it's like goodbye, old friend, you know, and then people who had built relationships with me were like, no, you can't leave. <laughs> and, uh, and immediately reached out and just said, hey, I still got some stuff for you to do, right? Like if you, if you want. 
Um, and that, and then that has led to just one thing after another. Um, so uh, like I, like I said, it's just been a, a, a sequence of introductions and opportunities that have, that have presented themselves. And, um, you know, I, um, like I was at QB connect and, um, I was, I took a class that said building your firm from one to 100 clients. So I'm thinking, oh, this will be perfect to tell me how <laughs> to get 100 clients, right? <clears throat> so I'm like, this is what I, this is what I'll do, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm uh, waiting for the class to start, and one of the um, one of the participants actually had an epileptic seizure like five minutes before the the event was the class was supposed to start so like you know people are panic a little bit of, of panicking and there's clearing chairs and that sort of thing and then there's this booming voice that says people please you know give them some air and and then we ended up just kind of leaving the room and just kind of milling about and it was michelle long who said <laughs> who said that you know and just kind of cleared the room and we were just we bumped into each other and we had a we had a relationship from before and that's when she asked me to co-host the the qb power hour because wow. we were just like not you know doing anything and i'm like oh my god that what an opportunity that is and if that hadn't i don't i don't know if that wouldn't have happened had we not got connected um because of that happening um i don't know but okay. Here, here we are <laughs> for a reason right yeah amazing and how long have you been doing that with her now leading the um since 2019 so about, about three years three full years now awesome and tell us more about what you guys do on there what is the power hour all about yeah so it's it's all about educating uh, small business owners and and accountants and bookkeepers uh, about you know their practice update you know any changes that they need, you know, um, practice management, you know, those types of things, managing client engagements, and then also just tips and tricks about, about QuickBooks. Um, so we'll have uh, apps come on, you know, maybe there's a shortfall with, uh, with solutions. Maybe you can put in a good word for Noify for me. Uh, <laughs> I'll let them know. <laughs> uh, I've had some conversations with Taryn, so, he, you know, yeah. we, we should have them on, especially now that they're connected to yes. QBO Advanced at the, as the premium app. So definitely we should, should have them come on. But, um, you know, those, um, when there is a, you know, we'll, we'll talk about what QuickBooks can do. And then we'll, you know, maybe talk about a solution that, you know, when you need more of what, what QuickBooks, QuickBooks can do, maybe that's, uh, that's where you look into another, another app to, to do that. Um. I know that you know what I was on there with you guys. We were talking specifically about how accountants could do what we do, which is niche or niche for our Canadian friends. <laughs> yeah. In a specific area, which you know, obviously ours is in the construction area. Do mm -hmm. you think this is? We're totally getting away from this topic of community, but I'm fascinated by mm -hmm. this. Recently, do you feel as though that whole concept of niching is really like? really kind of entrenched now or do you feel like that's all that's slipping have you seen any like trends in that in this industry um yeah I, I i don't know from what the 
the feedback from, from I mean, people are either <clears throat> they're either a generalist or a specialist. Yeah. Um, you know, and you have that across every industry, right? right. Where it's, you know, uh, either I'm a general general practitioner as a doctor or <laughs> right. or I only deal with people's feet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and then but when you and we had that, you know, in, in support, right? Like where there would always, uh, it would be a pendulum of like generality or specificity. If that's, did I say that right? <laughs> right, where like you would be on the printing queue, right? Like you would only take calls on printing. Yeah. And then what would happen is you would get really knowledgeable in printing and you would get really burnt out on only taking printing calls while the other guy is talking about AR, right? Or, <laughs> or invoicing or stuff, something like that. Um, so it always would swing between, you know, specialist versus generalist. And I think, you know, that's that's just a normal for, for all industries is, you know, okay, I, I can only do so much with, um, with elect electricians, for example, and, you know, I can only do, so much there and then there's plumbing and you know whatever um do i only do houses or do i <laughs> you know so we've got those types of things and then you typically meant you know people will be like i want to do something else than that or how do i grow or you know and then now i've i've learned all i can about this i want to do something else i think that is a nice way to learn more right like fo hyper focus on something and then take that those best practices and leverage it to, to something else. Um, but I, I think, you know, like, uh, like someone who's specializing in accounting and e-commerce, for example, there are so many rabbit holes to go down with, <laughs> with yeah. that, that you can, uh, you know, if you focus on sales tax or something first or inventory management first, and then you can leverage that to, to other industries as well. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I was thinking of a, a couple of different uh, avenues in my brain when you're talking about that. Like, you know, as someone who's worked in construction her entire career, I can understand how a manufacturing whip report might work. I can understand it in theory, though I've never put one together because I've done construction whip reports for years. Right. right? So there would be some of that crossover. You could say, yeah, well, I understand the basics of a whip report. Mm -hmm. I could dive off into this other thing. I think. Um, the other thing that you said that I think is very, very good to point out, whenever I'm on a Facebook group and someone's asking a general question, they may throw something out on the group like, I have a new construction client. What's the best app to pair with QuickBooks Online for this new construction client? And so I always have to, before I can answer that and throw start throwing app names out there, and I know a lot of them off the top of my head, but I have to start with, well, is your new construction client in the residential side of things, right. commercial side of things, are they a general contractor or a residential contractor? So like you were talking about, even if we say we're specializing in construction, that doesn't mean that, you know, there's, that we're not somewhat of a generalist within that field even. So, right. um, and our firm actually has started diving more and more into specializing only in subcontractors, tradespeople, those who can, um, uh, you know, work mostly in NOFI, but we we also still work with other generals and, and home builders. So there's, even in that space, it's interesting how you can say I niche in something, but there's still a broad 
range of topics and things to know. Yeah, that's what I did learn a lot about doing those niche nuances in the in the series uh, for the Power Hour is that you know there's there's so many different specializations like you were talking about Ingrid you know she deals specifically <laughs> you know with uh tour tour guides right like I mean that was her that was her niche was was I mean it's not just service-based industries it's touring <laughs> you know where where you can get super hyper focused on a, on a specific industry within that industry or a specific task within that industry <laughs> so there, there's pretty deep ways to go um like we were we had uh, will english on from for, to talk about retail but then we had uh alicia katz uh pollock on to talk about uh convenience stores right like so that's like almost like a sub sub <laughs> really right. specific but you know they some of the things that the retail will do will the you know the the convenience stores will overlap right there's inventory management there's sales sales tax and those types of things but gas for example <laughs> you know fuel is a specific thing lottery is is something that you know your 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 apparel store is not going to be concerned about you know those types of things so yeah yeah fascinating and i was just sitting here thinking my favorite uh, car wash also has a convenience store so is it a car wash or is it a convenience store? is it both how do you manage the accounting right it takes it's yeah that's that's what came up during that whole thing is that there, there, there is no such thing as just one size fits all convenience store, right? Like you've got all sorts, it's typically, it's a, it's a hodgepodge, right? Of whatever the, the convenience store owner <laughs> gets, gets approached about like, oh, there's a video poker guy who came in and now, <laughs> now I'm going to do video poker where, you know, the next one down the road doesn't do video poker or water vending or you know those types of things uh, atms you know all those things that uh you know may separate their their convenience store from another yeah that's fascinating uh, uh I'm, I'm always interested in the niche thing also i'm just throwing this out there if you know of any um sales and local tax experts specific in the construction industry i'm really looking for one of those right now so again like down to that <laughs> you know niche within a niche like mm -hmm um there's so much within the construction industry you know there's some app partners that we've reached out to over the years that we would like to work with on the on the uh, state and local tax side and the construction pieces are just so complicated that a lot of them won't even touch it so wow yeah, looking, for, <laughs> looking for someone that can that can help us out there but what else, anything else, Dan, that you'd like to add regarding community and the importance of that? Because again, you and I wouldn't know one another or even be sitting here talking if it weren't for the great community that, that we're surrounded by. Yeah, I mean, I think just the, the, the main thing is just going into it with, uh, with a, you know, a give, givers will gain, you know, not to use another BNI term, but I mean, that is, that is the thing, right? Like if you, if, if you give enough, you will gain, um, and it will, it will all come back to you, um, you know, with that, with that right mindset that, that you're having, not, not that I go into gain, right? You know, because that's what I joined BNI for is I immediately saw a whole room of people who could potentially use my service, right? right? Where, where it's not that, that's not what it was all about. Like, that was the, that was the learning for me is like, okay, this is not, this is not my customer. These are my partners 
for to help me get more customers. So if it, if you go in looking at it in that with that through that lens, I think you'll get more out of it because of course now all of those people that you are coming in contact with, because uh, by the end of my my term um, in <laughs> there, it was like uh, visitors would come in and then they other people would talk on my behalf. Like, wow, okay, now I don't even have to say anything. Now I've got an extension of my sales force uh, just from the relationships that I've made. I mean, how awesome is that when you've got an unpaid sales force? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And I think something you just said, I kind of like to end on this note too, because I think it's very important. I said, I kind of touched on it earlier too. You used the word relationship just now. And I said that earlier as well, like these industries, and, and I think across the board, just because all industries are managed by human beings and human beings are relational, right? And I think that to me is the bottom line of it all that um, ultimately I, I gain in my business, but I also gain friends. Um, and since the, I've been a part of both the accounting community and some of the networking communities that I have in the construction world in both areas, I've really gained friends, people that I'll call up and say, hey, let's go do a camping weekend, you know, or people that I get to see at QuickBooks Connect and, um, you know, go to dinner with and really just enjoy talking with them about their family and their home. And, you know, we're not even talking about accounting. And so right. I think that's a big gain as well from being a part of community. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is, uh, that's right on, you know, it's, it's now more about the people than it is about uh, business. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's what it's all about anyway. If you, at the Profit Constructors, our whole thing is always going to be help you run with the big dogs, and it's about, like, helping people get out off that hamster wheel in their business and, like, really being able to spend time with their family or, you know, go out and do the golf game that they want to do, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, that's truly what it's about in these communities, I for sure think. Yeah, I, um, small uh, side story. Um, I was just in Maine. And um, the next door neighbor, uh, let me explain what, what is actually happening. About a year ago, uh, my wife and I decided we were going to relocate. And she threw out the idea. It's like, hey, let's sell everything. Just go into an RV and, and bop around the country. And she didn't expect me to say yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so we've done that. And, and uh, last month, or la we spent in Maine, which is a great time of year to, to be in Maine, um, but our next door neighbor was a contractor from the same uh, high school that my wife went to uh, in Pennsylvania. So <laughs> it was uh, really a, a unique experience, but um, he, he was there, you know, just because they love Maine and um, the, the owner of the, uh, of the, the campground needed some help. So he was trading and bartering. <laughs> uh some 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 of his expertise for more time there in Maine so um you know it it was he was a he was a fantastic uh, relationship builder of, of a contractor and we really got to know him pretty well um and he even fixed my tire uh for <laughs> before I left because I kept getting I, I uh, picked up a screw somewhere in uh, on the road and kept losing air and he's like I'll, I'll take care of it for you what a perfect illustration of your uh bni state earlier givers will gain right like yeah. he was gaining and he clearly just got that kind of a giving spirit i think that's 
if you're going to go into any sort of association, I think that's really the takeaway from this whole conversation is be willing to give before anything else. And then we'll come back. Yep. Thank you so much, Dan. What a great fun conversation this has been. Appreciate your yeah. time. <laughs> Didn't know what to expect here, but uh, I thought it was, it was great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Construction Junction. To find out more about the junction between accounting and construction, please email hello at theprofitconstructors.com.